0: kind of crazy that like yeah I feel like I kind of just like rocked up one day and then just like connected in really well and then it was just like okay like I feel like no one really knows like kind of heaps about um yeah, my background, so it's a privilege to be able to share um, a little bit about my life um, and what God has done and continues to do. Um, I just kind of, I don't know if there's like any youngish people, or I did want to put a bit of a disclaimer out. Um, Obviously, like there are probably some things that I'm sharing um, that may be a bit um, hard to kind of... Um, be able to hear, but I just wanted to encourage you that if it does actually um, resonate um, in any way, um, yeah, please don't leave without um, just chatting with someone about it. Um, Yeah, I'm not wanting to get up here and let you all go home feeling super miserable, Um, yeah, but I just really pray that it will be um, an encouragement. Um, So I just wanted to start off with a verse. Um, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. When God created everything from the skies, oceans, creatures of the air, land and water, he said it was good. When he created man, he said it was very good. If God, the creator of the world, looks at his creation with such a beautiful understanding and love for it, how can we... Have we fallen so short and distorted by our own image today? Like all people living in a sinful and broken world, um, we forget so easily to see um, ourselves through the Creator's eyes. And for most of my life, my identity was found in a wave of confusion through the words, actions, and treatment of others. In my health battles and circumstances, in these things I found my identity, and that was until um, God gave me renewed worth. Um, seen through his eyes if there was a time in my life I would never relive um, it would be primary school Um, I used to get a lot of um, yeah statements either towards me or um, hearing things around me like have you seen that girl she's so fat so ugly have you heard about her family her dad is so big mean and scary Um, they're those weird Christians all of them Um, what is wrong with her I was 11 years old um, when the thought crossed my mind for the first time that I wanted to take my own life. The impact of others' um, words growing up mentally, emotionally took its toll. Uh, The constant bullying would ultimately take me on an identity and self-image journey I would never be prepared for. I grew up in a Christian home, one driven by legalism rules and bound by the fear of hell. Um, We were constantly reminded of how sinful we were, made afraid of topics like hell, damnation and God's wrath. There was a side plate of the gospel message, but regardless of how often I heard it, it still never felt relevant or something that I could grasp. On top of that, I could never look past how sinful and disobedient I was and that I would never reach a standard of being good enough to be accepted by God. The pressure of home, especially as a woman, was moulded by my dad, um, something that added to the confusion and pressures around identity. Um, uh, Women were betrayed as nothing, um, seen and not heard, created and used for any and all purposes for men, um, for however they pleased. And through this, I grew up feeling degraded and worthless. By high school I wanted nothing to do um, with the Christian faith And desired no personal relationship with God Um, But I continued to play the good Christian girl to mislead my parents I became so lost in a world with expectation standard And its idea around identity and self-image I desired to look at the girls around me to fit in, impress And look appealing to boys, feel beautiful and skinnier so when I was in year nine, I began starving myself, emptying my stomach. Um, after everything that I ate, uh, in two months I dropped 20 kilos, and it wasn't, um, and it just didn't feel like it was enough. Then the anxiety and depression crept in. My body was so starved of the nutrients it needed. The pressures at home increased. I was falling in with the wrong crowd. My parents were fighting, and I just wasn't coping. I was angry, full of questions, and was left to figure out life and who I was on my own. By year, 10, uh, by year 11 and 12, my behaviour and headspace concerned my parents, and they sent me on a Christian camp over New Year's for a break. There, for the first time, I grasped the concept of the gospel in a way I'd never um, known before. That regardless of how I saw myself or what I had done, God sent Jesus to die for me. On that camp, I asked God's forgiveness um, for all I'd done um, and would do and accepted Him into my life. I left camp excited um, but with a misleading sense that now I believed everything was going to be really good and cruisy, but things just got worse. I was stuck in my parents' faith and beliefs, I had no idea what life looked like. um, Living for Jesus who I was in him and figuring it all out while still struggling with severe depression, anxiety, eating disorders and suicidal and self-harm tendencies. I just remember crying out on so many occasions, um, yeah, just seriously, God, how do I do this? Am I worth this? And what more could go on? And then my mum walked out. My dad had a... My dad had a, a um, severe breakdown hospitalising him. I had to fend for myself, um, which made my depression and anxiety um, get a lot worse. And in 2013, I was rushed to hospital after a pretty major attempt on my life. I was in such a dark and desperate place. Mum blamed us kids for leaving. My parents were at war with each other. My family fell apart. And for the first time in two and, and for. Um, The first two years, I didn't hear or see my mum. I didn't understand. I missed my mum incredibly and struggled to understand what life looked like after a parent had abandoned us. I was done. I'd had enough at this point, and I'd wish that God had just let me die that night in hospital. As you can see, by the grace of God, I survived that night, though I challenged God that if he didn't turn my life around, I wouldn't see it into the new year. A few weeks later, I'd gotten into an argument with a friend um, and needed to get out of the house. Um, Waiting by a bus stop, a friend of mine who didn't even live anywhere near me at the time, um, yeah, drove past. Um, They ended up asking me if I was okay. I explained I wasn't, and um, they ended up picking me up a few hours later um, to take me back to theirs for some space, For five days, I sat, I cried, I was angry, hurt, and poured everything out to God. Going home, I didn't feel much different, um, but after a few weeks um, passed, and after about seven years of living in darkness, a weight had slowly begun to lift. Till this day, I cannot explain um, how God was working in those moments, but I know this, um, I wouldn't be here sharing with you today. John sixteen thirty three, I have told you these things so that in me you will have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus overcame the world all those years ago for me, for you, for the world. And I remain encouraged, challenged and reminded so clearly of this um, like I was in that time. Praise God. Life since then has not been easy. My diagnosis with chronic fatigue four years ago has left me bedbound and isolated on many occasions. I sometimes struggle with my identity still and still find that in my sickness. I have moments where I feel anxious, um, afraid of death and life beyond that. My brain will shut down and struggle with the concepts um, of God's existence, love, faithfulness and his sovereignty. Doubts leaving me struggling in faith in my salvation. Many my, on many occasions, my exhaustion has left my tired mind to pull away from my only hope, comfort, and restoration in such times. Living life for Christ is p- um, incredible, pers- purposeful, fulfilling, satisfying, but also can be incredibly hard. I still sin, forget who I am through the Creator's, the Creator's eyes. Have times I am unfaithful, don't have him at the centre and forget to trust in him. But even though I am a great sinner, saved by grace, he is a gracious, kind, loving and incredible saviour and he loves his creation so, so dearly. Through him I am cherished, created with purpose for God's will and works alone. I am loved, adored, wanted and worthy. I can't take any credit for this, but in God's alone I put my newfound hope lamentations three twenty two because of the lord 's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. He is present in my mess and in my stuff ups, and even when i don 't when even when I am not, God continues to remain faithful and patient. God is good, and even though i don 't understand his ways, nor do I know what is to come. I trust in the one who protects, guides and leads me and holds my life together. For I am no longer defined by my greatest weakness, but my, my biggest weakness, but my greatest strength. And for that, I will trust him until he returns or calls me home. For I stand grounded on a faith of my own satisfied and complete. Your identity will never be fulfilled satisfied or established by anything down here on earth so rest in know and learn with time and prayer and through scripture who God is and the beautiful truth he has so freely given us through him and him alone I am free I am satisfied and my heart and mind rest knowing that once I was blind but now I see all because of what Jesus has done for me